Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello. Ah, bet that scared you. Today's going to be a slightly different episode than usual in that it's going to be me. It's another solo episode, which I think we've only done once before. That might make some of you very happy because what it does mean is that we won't have such a long intro because I basically can't have a phone call with my friends who aren't here because I have no friends. Now much like the last time I did a solo episode I thought I'd take this opportunity to basically take it back to basics. Now I'm not going to go over the same basics as I did last time which was around the role of protein, carbs, fats, energy balance and very much some of the true basics that we look for when we're trying to improve our health, manipulate our body composition. But instead today, I'm really going to go over what we believe is health. It's one of those topics that comes up regularly, especially when I'm speaking to people that don't have a huge interest in nutrition, when I'm speaking to friends, family, work colleagues, that type of thing, where they might ask what seem like illegitimate questions like, is this specific food healthy for me? Or should I be doing this activity? Is that healthy for me? So I think the place where we should probably start is what actually is health? Now, by definition, health is really the absence of illness or injury, which in itself is quite vague. And instead, we should really look at health as not meaning that we merely seek the absence of disease, but instead requires us to encourage physical, psychological, emotional, social economic and intellectual well-being so what we call that the kind of the full mantra of health and not just not being ill but when we talk about nutrition and physical health it's really important that we realize that there are no unhealthy foods there aren't even unhealthy meals there are only really unhealthy diets no single food can really make you unhealthy and no single food can make you healthy And instead, health is really just a factor of long-term cumulative effects of dietary choices made over time. The easy example, as we know, is that one salad does not make someone healthy or lean, and eating one cheeseburger and fries does not make someone obese or unhealthy. And the reason this is really important for people to understand and consider is because having a more dichotomous type of thinking does lead to people to be on this constant road of either success or failure. Whereas if people think of things as more of a scale, like a sliding scale, they're more likely to then just turn the dimmer switch down at periods where they need to and then ramp it up again in periods where they're able to stick to a diet. And in turn, we'll probably see a far better result for weight loss or whatever their goal may be compared to the yo-yo type behaviors you often see in people that see things as either a success or failure. Now, when we're thinking about actual health so again looking back at this idea of absence of illness or disease dietary adequacy is often actually very easy to achieve and is all that's really needed for physical health to be achieved what i mean by that is it's relatively easy to achieve the recommended in nutritional intakes and recommended status for specific vitamins and minerals if you especially if you live in the western world something we talked about in the podcast quite regularly if you live in the western world um are relatively wealthy and i use the term relatively wealthy as in you can afford to buy your own food at your general supermarket where we tend to go wrong with our well with dietary adequacy really is the 
current westernized type of eating or westernized diet that undermines our ability to get in a reasonable amount of fruits vegetables fiber protein levels which is predominantly the basics of our, our our good nutrition and now might really be a good time to go over what we consider as the the theme of optimal eating something we again talked about a lot on the podcast is essentially eating less westernized or industrialized foods so looking more at a whole food based diet a mainly plant-based diet that also includes proteins or, or some animal products potentially a limited refined starches limited added sugars limited processed foods basically the types of foods that we all know that we shouldn't consume huge amounts of but in the western world where food availability food marketing and just general food environment doesn't help us stick to this theme of optimal eating there are also likely some processed fats that we want to limit intake of main ones being things like trans fats but we really want to emphasize that whole grain foods with or without lean meats fish poultry and seafood and all potentially consistent with kind of this idea of food as in real food not too much and mostly plants if we stuck to that as a mantra that would probably mean that most of us would achieve what we would consider dietary adequacy and therefore health through absence of illness and disease now also when it comes to health we need to consider that we can't diet forever now weight loss might actually lead to improved physical health for a lot of people if they're already overweight but weight regain can also lead to emotional psychological social and physical health reduction so that can all be have anti-effects to our health Whatever our theme of eating is, it needs to be something that is maintainable. Now, that magical period that we call maintenance, it needs to be something that we can live with and essentially have uh, or put into practice and have behaviors for the rest of our lives. Because as much as losing weight can often be seen by a lot of people as a success in the right context, constantly yo-yoing and then regaining weight and then losing weight and regaining weight takes a psychological toll and therefore affects our psychological element of health which is just as important as our physical health as is the rest of the facets even some what we might consider as healthy endeavors or healthy behaviors might turn out to actually be negative in terms of its health outcomes because those healthy behaviors become obsessive or they cause anxiety one example might be the overuse of exercise to try and help with things like body composition or just even general feelings of being fit and healthy if you're over exercising and it becomes a negative emotion attached to that exercise that then takes a healthy endeavor turns it into something that is potentially unhealthy another example might be take someone that will only consume foods that they themselves consider healthy or a health food someone that may be bordering on the line of having a form of disordered eating or orthorexia and as such might then suffer psychologically because they limit themselves to social occasions and being able to celebrate or spend any time with friends and family etc because the certain foods that they would consider healthy aren't available another aspect to consider is also the role of our genetics and also the role of our upbringing so nature both of those play a huge role in our health something that often I think is overlooked. I mean, the genetics argument is certainly one that is worth considering because many people will find it easier to maintain a certain body composition or body weight than other people. So that then may 
allow them to have the kind of psychological freedom that someone that then has issues with their body weight and their body composition doesn't have because they find it a lot more difficult to maintain what society and what even the the kind of the elements of of uh, in air quotes diet culture imprints on us all and that can lead to again negative psychological health the positive aspect though is that even our our lifestyle and our nurture so the behaviors and habits that we embed in ourselves and we do through things behave like behavior change over time can actually alter our uh, i suppose phenotype quite dramatically and therefore allow us to maintain that lifestyle easier than maybe we we used to be able to now the theme of our optimal health also comes from inspiration of the blue zones and for those that don't know or haven't listened to some of the other episodes of our podcast the blue zones are called this because they are places around the world that have the highest number of centenarians so the highest concentration sorry rather than number of centenarians now these people in these blue zones that are living to over 100 and although nutrition obviously has a huge and important role to play in that it's not all about nutrition there's many other facets that we need to consider as to why these people are living long and fulfilling lives. Some of the trends we do see through them is that they all have good high levels of physical activity, have a close-knit community and kind of family-orientated um, values. They Lots of sun exposure, live relatively stress-free lives, mostly are religious and have a sense of purpose and community. And they also live in low levels of pollution. So those living in big cities may not be quite so lucky. What that probably does highlight, though, is that there are many elements in our life that we probably can't completely control and completely mirror the likes of the blue zones and the people living there to live these long and healthy lives. However, it does highlight areas that we probably can take more control of our lives and therefore affect our total health. Some examples of that might be focusing on our sleep, making sure that we have a good sleep hygiene and we're not on our phones at night times, that we're not overhydrating, so we're waking up at the night time and peeing. We're not overstimulating our brains by playing computer games before we go to bed. Or it might be just making sure our bedroom environments are set up best for sleep, removing electronic devices from our rooms, making sure that we have blackout blinds or curtains and that our rooms are dark enough. Or it might be that we focus on reducing stress in our lives, that we include some form of meditation or we include more social interaction or contact with people to make our lives lower stress or stress-free. For me, they are two of the most underrated things that we can do for our health, meditation and social time slash building community or a sense of purpose. Now, I know I've kind of waffled or I've kind of just got an opportunity to there to get some thoughts in my head out there of what I consider health and that there's probably a lot more nuance to it than maybe you thought I'm not sure how much value that I've given but hopefully it's just an interesting thought experiment maybe to think about all of the different aspects that you can change or manipulate in your life to improve your overall health and well-being and if you take anything away that health is not just influenced by what you eat and it's certainly not influenced by the one meal you eat. So next time you think of look or you look at a piece of food and you think about asking someone, is this porridge healthy for me? And instead, maybe think about will eating this porridge regularly improve my health instead of eating an alternative? 
I'm sure there's many other aspects of health that I've omitted to talk about or I've forgotten to, to mention. Reasonably interesting, at least mildly thought-provoking or just got you in, a, as I say, a bit of a thought experiment around health and what you can do to affect your health rather than just what you eat. Sorry to interrupt this episode, but we just wanted to let you know that we're currently accepting applications to work with any of our coaches to help you lose weight and get shredded or build muscle and get jacked. If you want to know more, just head over to nnncoaching.com forward slash apply. No contract lengths, just evidence-based coaching to make sure you get the results you've always been after. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.